0: Hello, everyone. This is Tony Henley, and I just want to, uh, first of all, officially wish you a happy new year. I pray that 2021 is going to be your best year yet. You know that um, some of you have dreams, you have visions, you have goals. I just encourage you just every day, just plot away every day. Just make effort towards whatever God has called you to do. Before long, you'll see the fruit of that effort. So today we want to start our our podcast. We want to talk about um, fear not. Fear not is uh, an important thing um, in the lives of believers. And we need to understand that, especially in the times we live on, there's a lot of fear. Isaiah 41.10 says this, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you, yes. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. And that's found in Isaiah 41.10. You know, when I look at the scriptures, I just love how the Word of God directs us as readers to fear not. The message paraphrase says this in Isaiah 41.10. It says, Don't panic. I'm with you. There's no need to fear, for I am your God. I will give you strength. I'll help you. I'll hold you steady. I'll keep a firm grip on you. You know, panic is a byproduct of fear. It causes one to lose focus and miss what God wants to do in one's life. Fear, we know, is the opposite of faith. Either we focus on our faith in God, or we focus on what we fear. Someone said this years ago, I always thought it was comical. He said, you know, fear stands for forgetting everything and running. You know, which is the opposite of faith. Faith says this, stand therefore, don't panic, don't run, instead stand. Alexander McLaren said this, faith, which is trust, and fear are polar opposites. They're opposite poles. If a man has the one, he can scarcely have the other in vigorous operation. He that has his trust set up on God does not need to dread anything except the weakening or the paralyzing of that trust. You know, I, I again, and we'll, we'll give a lot of scriptures to back up whatever we're teaching today. But you know, the scripture says this, Why, why are we not to fear? And I love the passage we read in Isaiah because it says this, God says this, for I am with you, for I am your God, I will strengthen you, I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. So what I want to do today is I want to break that down and unpack that. You know, the first one says this, I am with you. God's saying that. You know, when I googled this, the term I am with you in the scriptures, it came up 2,852 times. That's a lot of times that God says he's with us. For you and I, we need to we need to take this to heart for us today, knowing that God is with us. He never leaves us. He never forsakes us. Actually, today in the New Testament, God through the Holy Spirit lives inside us. Now, think about this: God is with us. He dwells in us. So He, the Spirit, Holy Spirit, we know is the third person of the Trinity. So God is always with us. Um, I think when, one of the challenges is a lot of people go by feelings rather than knowing that God is there. And the Bible says this in 1 Corinthians 3.16, Do you not know that you are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? And then 1 Corinthians 6.19 says this, Or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God and you are not your own? Always remember, God dwells in us. Therefore, we need not walk in fear, but faith. The second part of the promise in this scripture in Isaiah, he says, "Be not dismayed, for I am your God." Dismay means this: consternation and distress. Typically, it is that is caused by something unexpected. In other words, when you're going through life and something comes along that um, is unexpe- unexpected, it can cause distress. You know, a, a health issue, a financial issue, a relational issue. But the reality is, is we need to realize that, um, you know, God is with us. You know, things will come expect, unexpected. It says, you know, think about it. If, if He's your God and you know Him and His nature, you know, oftentimes I know this. I, I hear people ask, they, they will be in distress or something comes up in their lives and they begin to ask the question, you know, why are you doing this to me, God? And me as a chaplain, as a minister, I have to direct them to the scriptures in order to help them Understand that God is not hurting them. The devil is. John 10.10 10 says this. The thief the thief, cometh not but for to steal, to kill, and destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they may have it more abundantly. You know, if something's being stolen. Something or someone is killed or destroyed. It's the devil. If you're living in, you know, the life of abundance, then God is working in your life. Which is his nature to bless and love his children make him your god today you know the third third area is he said i will strengthen you and i will help you you know what a promise that god the creator of the universe will give us strength and help psalms thirty-seven thirty-nine says this but the salvation of the righteous is of the lord he is their strength in the time of trouble now think about it. The salvation of the righteous is of the Lord. He wants to save us from um, whatever's coming against us. You know, he our strength in time of trouble. What a great promise. When you and I are in trouble and we don't know what to do, we know that God can give us strength during that time. You know, God gives us strength in difficult times. And when we know this, all our fears have to leave. As believers, we have to remind fear that God is our strength. And hear what I'm saying. As believers, we have to remind fear that God is our strength. Use your mouth to declare God's word and fear leaves. Listen, I learned a long time ago that when, because here's how fear comes. It comes in our mind. It comes in our emotions. When, when distress comes, when bad things begin to happen around us, all of a sudden we begin to, the fear can begin to just creep upon us. Uh, some of us can, we can just feel fear trying to take a hold. But what we have to do is we have to remind fear that God is our strength. And how do we do that? Number one is we open our mouth and we declare God's word. We say things like, "No weapon formed against me shall prosper." My God, all things are possible with God. Might be impossible with man, but they're possible with God. Who can be for? Who, who can be against me if God is for me? You know, my God is my strength. You know, you need to be, you need to take the word of God and fight fear with our mouth. The next one is, as I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Uphold means this to confirm or support something which has been questioned. He will support us by holding us in his hand. God will be the one that holds and gives us the support we need in difficult times. You know, sometimes when adversity comes, we begin to look around and we wonder where friends are or family are and and maybe, you know, what I found is we're the body of Christ, so oftentimes when we're going through difficult times, they're going through difficult times too. So what we have to do is we have to put our trust in God, not man. Whether it's a financial difficulty, a, a physical difficulty, relational, we need to go to God with that situation and, and trust Him, knowing that He's going to hold us, in, He's going to uphold us with His righteous right hand. God wants to uh, He wants to strengthen us. You know, according to online Bible dictionary, the right hand of God symbolizes, I love this definition, the right hand of God symbolizes strength. He'll, he'll give us a strength, authority, power, blessing, sovereignty, and rulership. When God promises to uphold us with his right hand, he is promising his authority, his power, his sovereignty, and blessing and rulership nothing can stand against God's outstretched hand towards his people now I want to say this sovereignty means this he's the ultimate supreme power many times people get confused with this meaning God's sovereignty doesn't mean that he does whatever he wants to do instead it means that he fulfills his promises according to the covenant he's made with mankind covenant means we do our part he does his part covenant is two-way God says, you serve me and I'll, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll take care of you. So we, I, I, again, let me, let me go over that. It's, I love what it says. It symbolizes symbol one strength and authority. You know, God has given us authority here on earth. He's given us authority over fear. There might be a mountain in our way, but he's given us authority over that mountain now, we need to understand, we need to talk to the mountain, not to God about the mountain. <laughs> I'm not saying you don't ask and you don't pray and you don't seek and you don't knock. What I'm saying, though, is the scripture says that we're to speak to the mountain it can be removed. And how do we speak to that? We speak to it, one, with authority. We speak to it through the word of God. We take God's promises and we begin to speak to that mountain. You know, if fear, you have no place. And God has not given me a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Now think about that. When the spirit of fear, because the fear is a spirit, and that spirit tries to overtake you, you need to speak to that mountain. You need to speak to that fear. No, God has not given me a spirit of fear, but He's given me power, love, and a sound mind. Now think about it. power to overcome. He's given us love, love, love is the, He puts that's what um, holds the faith together and puts it in action, and then sound mind. You know, when you're in fear, your mind is being attacked. So I want, to, I want to conclude with a couple questions, some questions for you. I want to ask you this, that um, are you in fear or are you in faith today? Now listen, if you're always listening to the news, you're not going to be in faith. If you dwell on all the negativity in the world today, your faith is going to suffer from that. You know, what are you doing to build your faith or what are you doing to feed your faith? You know, building our faith is, is the Bible says, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So we need to get into God's word daily. We need to confess it. We need to immerse ourselves in God's word and build our faith daily. Are you putting your trust in God or man? What promises are you standing on during difficult times? Always remember this, God is for you, not against you. And I just pray again that this is a blessing to you. Uh, We'll be putting this um, out every week on Wednesdays. I pray that our podcast bless you. Again, you can go to our website, TonyHenley.org.info. You can check out our uh, blog. You can go uh, look at our YouTube channel. My son and I do a a YouTube uh, um, video every week called Bible Stories with Seth and Dad. He and I uh, share Bible stories and lessons and how you and I can apply it to our lives. Um, Again, Tony Henley Ministries, a 501c3. If you choose to donate, you can go to our um, PayPal on our, on our page, and you can definitely uh, do that. Um, but and again, we just pray that um, this is a blessing to you, um, and thank you so much for listening. Till next time.